Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. It's of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about the urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live from a chilly Sunday morning, Mother's Day, 8th of May, right in the middle of round nine, third, just over a third of the way through the season, so you are starting to become who you are in the National Rugby League, as always, coming to us live from Melbourne, Victoria, one test thunderino. Two tests, two times controversially ex Hong Kong Rugby League board member. Jack, how's it going, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Um, yeah, as I've, I've said quite a bit over the years, I think for some reason I love round nine, round 10, round 11. They just seem to have the best quality league. And I think, as you said, the, the comp's starting to uh, find itself. Um, I think maybe last year and the year before, the comp had already found itself but I think this year there's a little bit there's I think there's still a few more question marks out there which makes this season I mean obviously which makes the season yeah very intriguing for mine do you just to quick off the top of your head round nine this year versus what you saw last year are we seeing a better quality comp are we seeing a more even comp are we seeing better rugby league what's your uh, kind of gun to the head assessment of I, what we're seeing this year so far I think the rugby league is probably similar, maybe a little bit better. And then I just think there is a few more, this time last year, there's a few more question marks about a few teams like the Broncos Cowboys. Uh, the, I mean, Panthers and Storm are well ahead, but then the Panthers lose to the Eels. You know, where do the Roosters sit uh, in the whole scheme of things? All those questions, I think have got a lot to, a lot of answering this year, whereas I think they were already answered last year, if you know what I mean. Yep. So just a quick glance across the top eight and your pre-season top eight. Um, you've got everyone correct at the moment bar the Cowboys. You had the Warriors in and the Cowboys out. And I had obviously the Warriors and Cowboys out and I had the Bunnies in and Broncos out. So, so far in terms of pre-season predictions going, it's relatively consistent but I think we were always saying what's the fifth what's that six seven eight because the five was relatively predictable do you see any of Panthers Storm Roosters Sea Eagles not making it into the eight barring some horrific eels you mean I said Panthers Storm Eels Roosters and Sea Eagles so that top five well I guess the only one with a few question marks on them are yeah, uh, roosters, mm. but uh, I think they, I think um, the dummy half, what's his name? Can't remember. They got injured last night. Verils, uh, yeah. But yeah, that's the only one I've sort of. Oh, again, a massive game for them next weekend for their litmus test of whether they've 
whether they, that Bulldogs and the Dragons lost aberrations when they play the Eels. Mm, that is just a fucking hell of a game. Was the eel was the injury on Viral's did it look bad? I did notice he got only got sixteen points for me in fantasy. Yeah, it looked quite bad, like um walking off clutching at a shoulder type thing. I'm thinking six to eight weeks. So as a guy who's played this is his third season in the NRL and he's kind of been earmarked as the hooker, you know, he he basically forced Jake Friend into an early retirement. And the Roosters have just released Joey Lussick midweek. Freddie Lussick. Freddie Lussick. Yeah. So they've got rid of some some depth there. Who's actually he's coming and done a little job for the Roosters a couple of years ago when when Verils was injured. Is this is this is going to be a bit of a source of of problem here for the Roosters because if they can't get that dummy half, that flow out of dummy half, do they bring in Adrian Lamb's kid? Um, I feel like that's a big reason why they're not kind of clicking. Um. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I haven't really analysed what's wrong with the Roosters, but yeah, I mean, there is some parts, there's some inexperience um, that could be causing those. Yeah, but again, they lost the Dragons and Dogs, yes, glaring out like dog balls on your season, but again, they put the Titans to the sword last night. They go up against the Eels next week and not necessarily win, but get into an absolute, get into a tussle that is like one of those regular season classics, mm-hmm. I think they're definitely in the eight and therefore, and even, even if a team's in the eight at the moment, I don't, I, like, if, if the team is firmly entrenched in the eight at the moment, like you said, those five clubs, which I think they are, I guess the only one I'm worried about is Roosters and to a lesser extent Seagulls, then you can also think that they can actually push for the premiership. Mm. Because there's, only, that, there's that much time to go, right? Yeah, there is. The only thing when you say firmly entrenched, I think nine, it, it's more just uh, macro level league. We know these teams are going to be there. But if you just look on paper, well, fuck, five and four, Roosters Seagulls with not great points differentials from the Eagles. Well, they're not really firmly entrenched in the eight at all. You know, if the Dragons and the Warriors won, um, they both won't. Um, I think we both agree that they both won't win. But if they did, then you've got another couple of teams on 10 points. So at the most, you're still going to be only two points clear of the next chaser. So we're going to have to see four or five weeks more worth of um, a good body of league work, um, some good body work there. Uh, and then the next, the next exciting thing about it for me is that compared to you know, the last couple of seasons, there, they, they, there is some questions unanswered. And uh, I think that bodes well for the, for the rest of the comp. Okay, so black Sharpie pen now, and I'm just going to say, you you tell me if they're gone for the season or not. I'm going to start at the bottom of the table. On four points, minus 134 differential, the Newcastle Knights. Yes. Gone? Yeah, gone. In 15th, point, um, 15th spot, minus 115 points, the Canterbury Bank Sam Bulldogs, also on four points. Gone. On 14th spot, also on four points, minus 84 differential, the Gold Coast Titans. Gone. In 13th spot, the West Tigers on four points, minus 82. Not gone. In 12th spot, the Canberra Raiders on six points, but minus 73. Not gone. And I'm not going to go higher than that, Jack. 
Yeah, yeah, good. So your one, two, three teams are gone for the season, but you're giving the Tigers and the Raiders a lifeline. The Tigers look pretty, a pretty competent football team with Jackson Hastings. They look like last yesterday. They got uh, a raw deal by the refs, which happens. But uh, I still you think they got done dirty. Who, who was riffing? Uh, that guy. Uh, was it Chris? Oh, he, he walks like he's got something stuck up his ass. Well, you could say that about any. I don't know. That was 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 Who's the guy? Who was the guy that did um, Roosters Titans? He's the guy that's the good-looking bloke, but walks something or something up his ass. Roosters Titans. Well, now we're going to have to find this. Um, talk me. Talk, I'm going to have to do some work here. Tell me about the um, about the Tigers because I had a. I can't take him seriously, and obviously we're in a shared fantasy comp, and there's a couple of Tigers fans, and he just said that they got absolutely destroyed by the rest, but he says it every week, so I don't really it's, know. I mean, they, 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 I thought they had got a. Uh, a, a fair. Uh, I thought they got were on the wrong kind of fifty-fifty calls. Um, and I guess after the Kalmatui Lagi debacle last weekend, where you know he scored that fucking try when he went up, and I fuck that annoyed me. But anyway, so the Tigers have been roared, but they probably even if they got the fifty-fifty calls against Man, I still don't think they would have won. It would have been like a very close game, and then you know they would have beaten the Dragons the week before, though, wouldn't they? Uh, yeah, I feel like they would have, or yeah, would have went to golden point. So, but yeah, even if it, um, so even if they could have hung in there and got closer, then they would have got untied by um, DCE and uh, Turbo. Um, but yeah, just such a difference in their uh, mentality and effort, and and you yeah, you've got to really give Magic Pat on the back for that. Uh, they're playing good for yeah, Jackson Hastings is a talisman for them. You know, just getting out of a decision making role has helped. Um, you know, Kelmatui, like he's not a bad player, although he got injured yesterday. He's signed with Manly, isn't he? He's signed with Manly. Uh Stafford Toa's going okay, and I almost yeah, they said something about oh they're missing Dane Lowe, but Dane Lowe's not that good. And no, stuff almost what he gives you. He's met uh, Dufty level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Joe Offerhangarway. Now, he is playing good footy. He is, isn't he? Yeah. Chris Butler's the name of the ref, and Chris Butler, his shorts are outrageous. Like, they are just so far ridden upwards. It's almost like, you know, hot pants. They're, they're unbelievable, and they make him, like, appear to, as you say, I think that forces the, the walk, which looks like he's got a carrot stuck up his ass. Funny where that saying has started, eh? Like, why carrot? Why a carrot when you look like you walk like that? Because carrot's probably the most common thing that gets stuck there, right? <laughs> it is, because, I mean, there's more, a lot of carrots lying around and it's the right shape. Well, do you reckon, like, back in the old days, when they're farming, when they're working the <laughs> land? When you're sitting on one of those big pickup trucks and, like, things going up and down. Yeah, and there's just a lot of, like... No, I'm talking pre-pickup days, pickup truck days. I'm talking about working the land. You can, there's a lot of, um, you know, people just falling backwards into a field of carrots and they are somehow pointing upwards, not into the ground like they should be. Just when you're doing your um, 
you know, you're harvesting it in a big pile. Georgies. Um, okay, so what about the quality of footy, though, this year? I feel like me, personally, and I haven't watched as much footy as I normally do. I feel like in the last few weeks I've, I've been out and about a bit with work and... You know, when you're out in about midweek, you have to overcompensate in the weekend. You have to probably dial back the league a little bit. Otherwise, there's going to be a few stray, um, stray grenades coming at you. So I feel like the, the games that I've watched, I feel like the product is more engrossing. There's none of those, like, link. The things I hated the most about last year was teams that spinning it too wide in their own 20 and busting through and getting a try. Um, and the momentum, oh, the unassailable yeah. momentum that was happening, I feel like that's just been dialed down, and it's a better product. Oh yeah, because you hated the six again rule, didn't you? Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, look, I, 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 I agree. Yeah, I think the, the rule changes that were made this year. Around that six again thing, but I mean it doesn't that really matter. I think maybe I, I honestly don't think it's because of that rule change because there's not that many rests. That I mean teams are getting plenty of rest with the challenge, with the uh, yeah. Look, I, I think there's part of it is that touch up to the rule, but most of it would be just teams understanding now that to even compete they need to be fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sure. The coach has got that right more better in preseason. So, how many actual rules would change from this year to last? Uh, I'm, oh, I mean, I'm just thinking about the six, the the penalty within your own forward, the forty meter one. What yeah. else was there? Uh, uh, the challenge was there last year, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I. They're not. They're not waving as many six against us. There's just not. Uh, there's a few. No, but that ding, 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 like that ain't happening as much as it was last year. I think that is more... They don't use that noise anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, they do. But not not, not on the on the broadcast. At the ground, they do. You can hear it sometimes. With good good ground, ground audio, you can hear it over the telecast. We'll get to that topic soon. Let's get into uh, it now. Yeah, okay. The broad, like, on-the-field product's been really good this year, but the fucking broadcasting... Uh, yeah, detail fuck so they're not sending all they're, they're sending the work experience kid to the ground jake duke, jake duke. but they but the fucking commentators are sitting in um where is sports in artama is it an art yeah. that makes it worse that vossi commentated the manly game yesterday from over the fucking channel it's well, PVL's just pulling the fucking uh, travel budget back, isn't he? Travel budget? It was just about five k's as the crow flies. Yeah, but they'd have to set up the actual broadcast. There'd be a few more people on the ground. Um, but for audio, not really. Two, but no, they've already got the cameras. They've got Jake Duke there. It's two more people. And nah, a te- look, it's it's it's. Done. We're not talking big costs. They are costs, but yeah, we're not talking anything because they've got fucking people down on the ground filming the stuff. So. So it's this a, is the and, and, and this is it's outrageous for a Sydney game, Jack. Like I can't believe that they're not getting on a or um, James Hooper. No, he's he's getting picked up by Maroon. Maroon's picking them up in the car and driving to the game. But this is you know when they talk about um, you know pandemics and shit like that. 
Uh, and everyone's a bit too positive about COVID, saying, oh, yeah, work from home's great now, we've changed the air, whatever, that's good, whatever. But there is some shit that's creeping in that's fucking annoying. This has nothing One, to do with COVID. The, the, the people in the States have been broadcasting from a bunker, like for, for big NFL cross-Tasman or even basketball for a while. It started with not? older guys, like your Marv Alberts and that, when he was getting too old to travel, and even Rabs. Like, you know, the pressure on Rabs to travel... I'm pretty sure that he sometimes did it as well. But um, this is nothing yeah, to do with COVID. This well, is pre-COVID. Well, that, that's the first step. And well, if anything, it's the first... Well, I mean, I'm off COVID. 80% of the game, everyone knows I listen to music while watching League. But mm, um, season. it's the first... So now, they don't. those shit commentators don't have any competitive advantage. So now it's actually opening up the opportunity for alternative commentators. Mm. And... Being able to sync it and you know maybe do an app where you can sync it. Uh, I've told you about that idea I had, didn't I? About well, you can do that in New Zealand now. With like the broadcasters have actually gone. Well, hang on a minute. To your point, well, why not have multiple options? Because as you say, if they're not at the ground, then fucking rip and tear and the A double C A triple C. They just have their own little bunker in a radio station. They get on there and they get on the piss and they commentate. They commentate league, rara, and obviously yeah. their home is cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they don't take it serious enough for me. But if you had like, a, but I mean, like, I'm not a big commentator, man. But I told you about that. I thought I should have told you about that idea. I had. A, you know how I get a fucking annoyed at pubs when you watch a league game. Mm. And I think you said this, the Yanks have already sorted this out. And then it goes. Oh, you can plug half. into you can plug into commentary if you want into an app. Yeah, yeah, but also when you got on the big screen and you worked out on a Victard bar to give get commentary, and then it goes half time. There's Harvey Norman at like real big fucking um, real volume loud. You're like fuck and turn that down. Mm. So this sort of app, and I, I sort of and this could work at home as well. That it knows when the ads are coming on. Mm. And then it just gradually goes into your Spotify beautifully. Mm. So you've got nice bits going and you have a chat to your mate and bantering about fuck stuff until I should have forced that mm. while there's some good beats on it. You don't have Harvey Norman and like, uh, you can go your own way a Suzu over the fucking... Um, <laughs> Suzu uh, <laughs> The big league and Maccas, like the big league uh, adverts. Big, big trucks have always been a part of big league games, haven't they? Like right back into Mitsubishi trucks, rugby league in the mid nineties. Yeah. There's something there's something about a big pickup truck or a Ute over here and league. And and it's just synonymous with the game in terms of sponsorships and replays. There's nothing quite like a, a replay sponsored by a pickup truck. Yeah, quite, quite. Um, no, I mean League is still very, and I love it about it, but it's also, we are very, the word Pom's got a village with our sponsorship. You know, if you look, go, so I love like, uh, I love like looking at who, who's sponsoring the Raiders, you know, on their uh, soft triangle things by the pitch. And I look them up occasionally and they're shit like, I don't know, tree pruning specialists in Canberra suburbs. How the fuck do they get to, well, but, I mean, they, sell, they, was, they have sponsorship packages, obviously, starting with the major sponsor, Jersey. You never see, I don't know, the Essendon Rams, whatever they're called, the VFL team sponsored by, the, I don't know, the Essendon uh, 
Bridge Club. I like. I, I always like seeing the individual sponsors when I'm at the game. So go to the Roosters game the other day and seeing, you know, uh, mascot auto parts sponsoring Satili Tupunoya and, you know, like all those like individual tiny little ones, you know, Waverly yeah. fucking, Waverly why chicken shop. Why did she introduce CHT? Who did? Why did she uh, sponsor Chanel Harris to beat it? I wouldn't the mind that. Uh, wouldn't mind that. Just on Chanel. He's going through contracts at the moment. The Warriors have got an offer on the table. And there's going to be, because there's never any good young halves on the market. He's going to get some cash. The Warriors would would be absolutely mad. To, I just, I can't believe it. Apparently, Peter O'Sullivan wasn't a fan of signing him. I've seen enough to lock him up to three years. Eh? He's a regular yeah, league but, player. Yeah, but I don't, I hate to say, I don't think, he's not a pure half in the traditional sense, right? Like, I'm not bringing Chanel into manage the game. No, fuck eight, no. Six. Yeah, you know, he had, he had to get it right with the year seven, and I think on paper, not whether it's worked or not, or he's is it been injured? But whether the Sean Johnson and Chanel has worked, I mean, it has. His is lock, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I, I don't think. I think the I think the ball playing lock of Victor Radley or Cameron Murray that that's probably a style of lock he could learn. But um, you know, a bit more of a. I mean, he's no Brown Jesus. He's not. That, he's not playing that kind of lock football, is he? No, no he's not. But yeah, look, no, he's a six. He's a six, and he's he's he and, needs and, a he needs a playmaker. He is a secondary or a third playmaker if you've got a good fullback like Reese Walsh or a good dummy half. And, so, and that's and that's why he works beautifully well at the moment in the Warriors because you've got Johnson and then now and um, you know the successor. To Johnson, it's going to be Ronald Voltman from the Roosters. Yeah, but I mean, how old is Chanel? Is he 23, 24? No, 20, 23, maybe. 23. And again, he he's just, I said it before on the show, that he is one player that gets better every year, right? Yeah. You've got to, you got to sort of, you've got to give credit for that. You know, he's never going to be probably Joey Johns, and no. we know that, but but you don't know how who he will be when he's twenty six because he could be, uh, yeah, Cody Walker. Yep. Yeah, he's he's obviously a different type of player, but the mature mature as you go on, and he's just a good football kid. And I love any halves that can tackle. I mean, I'd sign him up for that very reason. Um, we will touch base on what the Warriors' chances are later on this afternoon. It's Mother's Day afternoon later in the show. The Eels have bounced back spectacularly. Um, last week, we could not believe that loss to the to the Cowboys. So maybe we should take the Cowboys a little bit more seriously. Um, but the Eels, they, have, they are somewhat of the bogey team. I still feel they were robbed in that semifinal against the Panthers. I don't think enough people know or say that. They were fucking robbed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're only six and three. They've had two bad losses recently. They finally worked out that they need to put Dylan Brown at six. And what do they do? There's no fucking coincidence. <laughs> they put Dylan Brown at center and Jake Arthur, who is just a guy. He is, he is, he's not even Jake Clifford, is he? No. Nah. Like, no, there's no, nothing he. I see in Jake Arthur and I go, 
where he's a good young talent. Um, but I mean, to think that they've been in the Storm and the Panthers. Like, I can't even remember that Storm win. Yeah, you can. When Ray Stone, when he did his legs going over the line. It. That's it. What round would that have been? Uh, round five, maybe. Yeah. You know? That was a blinder of a game. That was in Melbourne, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an awesome game. Yeah. Extra time? Extra, yeah. It was a golden try, wasn't it? Yeah, well, remember, there was a field goal by Moses to win Missed. it. Yeah. That's the post. Yeah. Ray Stone jumps on it and does his ACL while scoring. Did he do his ACL then? Yeah. I didn't know that, poor guy. Um, so the Eagles have got the scalps of the two best teams in the comp. Exactly. So that, that, with that, I think you've got to say at this stage they are premiership. Aspirants. No, they're more, they're contenders. They're, they're contenders. They're contenders. They're, they're up there with Storm and Panthers. Are there any other teams that can win the 2022 NRL competition apart from Penrith, Melbourne, and Parramatta? Manly, if they do, if they if everything goes all right, oh, I don't think they can. I'm really, what's from before the season? Then I, I don't think they can win it. I don't care how good Turbo's going. I just don't think they can win. The chances of winning are very low, but I think they could. I actually don't think they can now. I just think if they have to go through Para, Storm, Panthers, like a team's going to have to go through two of them probably to win it. And imagine trying to beat two of those guys, two of those teams. Now, even the Roosters, I don't think they can win it either. I think that now there are only three teams that can win it, barring some sort of Nathan Cleary, Pappenhausen or Jerome Hughes or Moses or Brown or Reed Marnie. One of those guys goes down and then it changes. But at the moment, I cannot see Manly Seagulls lifting the trophy at the end of the year. Yeah, I can only see it in a very small percentage of butterfly effects. But yes, they, but I don't see the Warriors. And in the smallest percentage of like future situations, I see the Broncos. Oh, really? Yep. And the smaller, like everything has to go right, but they have Haas, Carrigan, Adam Reynolds, Selwyn Cobbo, Barnworth, just like uh, the whole city getting behind Tyson them. Tyson Gamble, oh. Jake Turpin. Um, like they've got some fucking bad players there too, mate. Billy Walters. Their spine's absolutely fucking rubbish. Their spine is up there with... Amari? I mean, t- we're talking about a guy that hasn't played league for like NRL league in four years and you're saying he's he's okay? He's doing a job. He's, okay. he's doing a job, but he isn't in the top 14 fullbacks in the comp. So you're saying this Broncos team, Tamari oh. Martin, Corey Oates, Katoni Staggs, Herbie Farworth, Selwyn Cobo, Tyson Gamble, Adam Reynolds. Yeah, it's a good half combination. Tyson Gamble is fucking New South Wales Cup material. But, uh, and Billy Walters at hooker, who is a fucking zero. Yeah, Turpin's injured. I said they, don't, they need to have uh, luck on the injuries front. I mean, yes, they are an up-and-coming side with a nice talisman in um, 
Adam Reynolds. But yeah, Haas is going to have to go on a wrecking ball. He's going to have to go on a symphony of destruction type run. Which yeah, he can. You know what I mean? Look, they, they, they won the other night against the Rabbitohs without Haas. Yep. And that was away as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Jesus. Um, are you concerned if you're the Rabbitohs? Uh, of course you are. I mean, you've got Cody Walker running around like a headless chook. And... I'm not a Cody fan. And you're... Yeah, of course you're concerned. I mean, you've got a real chance of not making the eight. Yeah, geez, they just need the big fella, don't they? Yeah. They miss him. They miss Latrell. Latrell's not going to be there for Magic, is he? Um, did Shakai play on the weekend again? Who? Shakai. No. Is that his only ever NRL game? Did he actually get on the field? I think so. Did he? Okay. I thought he played another one before that too at the Roosters and Sissio. It's just it must be written in um, the trail's contract that he gets like one NRL game at each club. So TC Robardi has has dropped the TC. He's gone for Tui. Oh, uh, is it? I don't know, but his mates still call him TC, don't we? Don't know. What do you? What's he, is he doing much this year? Do you think? Yeah, he was really good the other night. Look, I mean, he's almost surpassed Jordan Ricky for mine. I mean, the two throwers for the White V, Ricky and uh, Robardi, pure Kiwi based. Nice. Um, so you think the Broncos are for real? And I mean, you've answered that question, <laughs> thinking that you see there is a um, there is a world where they can even win it. Um, There's a world where they at Magic next weekend put some hurt on Manly in front of fifty thousand people. Everyone's like, oh. Fuck. Oh fuck! So let's talk about magic, right? I mean, fuck it. Let's go. Let's let's go straight into it. You talk us through your itinerary, where it starts, where it kicks off. How does this weekend start for you? Uh, Friday morning, fly into Brisbane. I don't know. Must arrive about nine nine thirty. I think I want to wait around. So the let's airport. just confirm. There's no Thursday games. No Thursday. Two no, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So. I'll get there, I think, 9. I think, I think uh, Nathan Watto arrive at 9.30, so I'll just wait around there. Because they're, they're uh, debutants on Magic, so I feel like I've just got to wait that half an hour just Debutants. to wait. Mm-hmm. Me. Um, and then we basically go to Fonzie Abbott's in, uh, what's the suburb called? Fucking Newstead or Albion, I think it's called. And uh, Talk to me in terms of the geography of where, where are you at at the moment. Like, are you, you Fortitude Valley-ish? Are you round no, no, Albion, so you're near the... Um, Near the dog, the the harness racing track is a real uh, whatever it's Albion Park, mm-hmm. just sort of on the way to the city from the airport. Mm-hmm. So Fonzie's Abbots, we meet there at I don't know ten ten thirty with the rest of the mob, and do team sheets. What's uh, the, what's the team sheets? Team sheets, your you know your game that you invented with Bradley Coops, where you try and and oh, just it's starts nice. the week, everyone having a coffee, and then I think by eleven thirty, everyone will track down to the because we've all got our bags with us still here because we haven't checked in right mm-hmm. and then we go down to Bricky Creek Hotel start having a few beers from we start having it, it's you might laugh at us we start having mid strengths because it's 11 30 in the morning right um mm. and and they have forex gold from the wooden keg that they tap at about midday 
Mm-hmm. Have a then we have the famous Bricky Creek Hotel steaks. Talk me through those steaks. Like what? Are, what are we old school? Are we? Are we? What quality are we? Are we talking? Is it? Is it a just one of those real cheap slapped up steaks? And we're no, 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 no. It's, it's sort of. It's not like uh, those bourgeoisie French ones, and it's not just a. It's between that and, and the pub one. Like you go through like a a viewing room, like an aquarium, and you see all your steaks through there, and you pick. Oh, it. so better than a hog's breath, but you know, like yeah, level up. Yep. Level up from hog's breath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but hog's breath still has its place, you know. Respect. Yeah. And and then just and then I think hang around there talking league until about two p.m. when I think we go and check in. Mm. Then we'll check in, maybe freshen up, and then go down. Then we just do the Caxton crawl into the into the game, and then we're going to go to Paddington Hotel after the game on Friday night this year. And then <clears throat> Saturday, Sunday, there's Yum Cha. Are you just walking everywhere, like from game to so post Friday night, which is scooter? You know, you're basically like you, you've got a New South Wales Cup game to, to kick off Magic and the Dogs Knights. And then you have your first big fucking entree, probably even a main meal in many um, in many places. Eagles, yep. Broncos. I mean, we're talking seventh and eighth spots. Um, what? F- from Friday, are you just walking from Suncorp and then getting to the Paddington Hotel, or is it an Uber, or how far are we talking? That'll be a walk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most, most. In fact, last year, all my inner Brisbane trips were done via scooter. Interesting. This is just yeah, everything's and that's the be- that's the beauty of me. And like, yeah, so I'm not going to go into debt, but yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good times. I'll take another food diary. I hope to eat a bit more greens and veggies this year. Um, and I might choose like the salad rather than the chips or something for me steak. I mean, you, you've um, got to like you're going to get thrown at least six, no, at least four times. Four plates of chips are going to be put in front of you. So I think if you can avoid Two of those, maybe no, no. pick 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 your chips, um, because that's just going to hold you down. It's going to bog you down. And after Friday, arguably, you've got a three p.m. game with with our boys, and it will be in the bright sunshine. Or well, actually, it won't be. Apparently, it's going to piss down, but who knows what happened? And to be honest, even I wouldn't mind it pissing down. It'll be in a different. It'll be a different magic, right? We well, know nah, you want hot Brisbane sun. Like, like baking down on the field, and especially at three PM, like a yeah. dour, rainy game at three PM, knowing that you've got two other games to follow. Um, well, what the hell would happen to the turf? The turf is notoriously doesn't hold up that well, does it? Because it never fucking rains up there. I mean, it does. It does. It does hold but... up well, but fucking any field in the world, like fucking G's um, little lawn, won't hold up after eight games of fucking NRL on it on a weekend. No. Of... Yeah. So, you, so to get an early game is probably going to be okay. Um, boy, oh yeah, boy. It depends if you, I mean, but but for Tigers, if it turns into like a mud heap, they could compete against the Cowboys maybe for the last game. Well, I mean, it's not the first time we've seen Suncorp get cancelled due to the rain. I know, I know. Or not postponed. Postponed. Postponed a day, wasn't it? I mean, I'd love it if they go, okay, actually, we've got to take Friday to Lang Park, but Saturday has to. Oh no, they can't do that because people they sold too many tickets. They would just have to look. Even if it was, they'd surely just have to keep playing, right? Because people have flown all the way over Australia, New Zealand to go there. 
Singapore. Hip-hop. So I met a few um, friends of the Hip-hop. show on Friday night. Singapore, they're um, taking the taking. They're driving all the way up, and they're starting the drive, staying tonight in um, in Cronulla Sutherland. Yeah, good, but that's <laughs> that's the wrong way. But yeah, I guess what they're doing. Well, you know, they're starting. I guess at League Ground Zero for the weekend. But where are they staying? They're staying down by um, the Sheaf. Well, well, at the moment, yes, yeah. they are at the moment, and then they're driving. They're having a night in the Shire tonight. Oh, they're having okay. a night tonight. Yeah, yeah, northeast, aren't they? What's that? Northeast. At northeast. Sorry, cut out. Um, right. This is your this is your first time at um, Shark Park today, and that you know what? It makes me feel a little bit jealous because I don't like getting one up on me on uh, NRL grounds. Yeah, I know. It's um, I've actually had a few false move, false steps out there, and I was going to go out for a Warriors game about five, six years ago, and it ended up being Maloney field goal beating us, and it would have been a tough ride back. So, um, yeah, look, it's going to be. You go no expectations today, are you? No expectations, and I've also got a, my car. I took my car in for a service on Friday. Yeah. And they said it's not going to be ready till Tuesday. So I'm probably going to have to get on the um, Lithgow limousine, get out there. Nice. And, which I'm not too sure. I need to check how close the train station is to the stadium. I don't think that. Uh, too, too far, not too far. It's nice, um, nice uh, eight-minute walk, ten-minute walk. Okay, yeah. beautiful. Um, so, yeah, so Magic, for you, um, you've basically got You've got some premier games. We talked about Eagles, Broncos, brilliant. Warriors, Rabbitohs, you're always going to be there for your home team, and um, that's going to be a decent contest. Um, fast forward, Titans, Dragons, Storm Panthers on the Saturday night. Wow. What a treat. What a fucking treat. Two teams evenly priced at $1.90. Panthers coming off a loss, too, makes it really interesting for Mod. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Sunday, a triple header on Sunday. Now, I think this is where they've gone a little bit fucked. They should have had a game on Thursday. Or they should have had four nah, games nah. on Saturday. Yep. They should have had four games on Saturday. No one wants to stick around and wait till 6.25 to watch the Tigers-Cowboys. Yeah, well, a couple of Tigers fans with me, and it's a nice it's, relief. It's, it's harsh on them, 6.25 on a Sunday night. I don't mind it. I mean, uh, I'd rather that than Thursday night because it just makes the weekend too long for leagueies, middle-aged leagueies trying to have a three-day bender. Roosters, eels. Wow. Sunday four. Yeah, I, I, that's an interesting game for mine. It really is. And it's that, that's that 4 p.m. primetime slot, right? Listen to this slot, right? This, can you get more rugby league than this? Listen to the kickoff times here. Sunday, Sharks Raiders, one fifty. Make it 2 o'clock. Roosters, Eels, kickoff, 4.05. Make it fucking 4 o'clock. And then Sunday, Tigers, Cowboys, 6.25. <laughs> Make it 6.30. Fuck. Uh, broadcast is based. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're really pushing for a 6.25 fucking kickoff. Oh, uh, yeah, so some, some more ads. Come on, mate. Um... Okay, so we've got to the afternoon games. Magic, oh, yeah, I want a, I want a big food diary. Um, next week will all be about reviewing Magic, really. It'll be um, 
Oh, there's no way we can record next week. I'll be mentioned. No, I know. Let's just get ahead of it now and say we won't be. Um, right. Maybe we can go midweek at least. Well, while Magic's still fresh. Yeah. Um, two games today. Look, if we, if, if I feel like last week, it was a bounce back that we needed, but we weren't very convincing from a Warriors perspective. We were awful, and we were fuck, awful. I, I was, I didn't enjoy that game one bit. No, but we got two points, as I've said to you a couple of times this year. It's just, just don't complain after you get two points. Okay. Um, especially when you, you know, when we've had our the body of work we've produced in the last eleven years, you cannot ever complain when you get two points. Um, Warriors Sharks Shark Park, but it is actually the there's an early game, isn't it? Yeah, Storm Dragons. Storm I'll Dragons, be... two o'clock, on a what's the Melbourne weather going to be like today? Uh, it's cloudy, like typical Melbourne. Like imagine a Melbourne winter day without rain. Yeah, nice. So yeah. a hard and fast, um, told at a Nikau lower right leg stadium. Yeah, we had a little bit of rain yesterday, so no, it'll be good, great league conditions. Yeah. Oh, can we can we see fifty again? Surely, I mean, oh, it's, I, don't, it's, I don't, I don't think anyone can win fifty points three times in a row. I don't care who they are. Yeah, okay, well, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm going with an open mind. I just want to see, yeah, if it, if somehow Dragons somehow compete, I'll enjoy the competition. But if Otherwise, I'll just sit back and enjoy the storm put on a clinic of rugby league, attacking, tough, running so, holes. So you'll be taking, the, um, is it just a date with you and the wife for Mother's Day? Kids. Kids. Yeah. So you're picking storm, I'm picking storm. Yeah. 4.05 on a pretty chill, it's, it's starting to get cold here in Sydney, Portier. Obviously, cold is a relative term. Um. Do many people have fires in Sydney Port yet? I turned our gas fire on yesterday. We got this built-in one, and yeah. um, I got it on yesterday for the first time. Okay, because we're installing one, and I was thinking that the other day, like you know, you definitely need one in Melbourne, I reckon. Cause oh, of course, you do in Melbourne. Fuck. But which do you? Yeah, you probably still do. Uh, our, old, our old place had like centralised um, air conditioning and heating. And that was just you just flick the button, and then boom, the whole house is just toasty. Depends yeah. on your house, though, doesn't it? Obviously, one of these old, you know, these older places need a, need a bit more heating. But it's a little bit chilly here. Sharks, Warriors, Sharks coming off an unconvincing performance against the Broncos last week. They didn't look good. They haven't looked great since that sensational first half of Talakai and Manly. So they've had three pretty average games, uh, halves of football, hosting a a Warriors team that I feel like too many people are just pointing towards the, the the 40 minutes of destruction. We've actually been pretty good apart from that. We weren't good last week. but No, just, but we got two points. I know, I know, I know. But fucking hell. As I've said, I've said in the, all I want today is I don't give a fuck. I don't care if we lose by 40. No, hang on, Anna. Yes, you fucking 80, do. I want an 80% completion rate. What I'm saying is if they can complete no, an 80 you don't want a Stephen Cooney... Um, Type no, I do. I just do at the moment. I just really do. I don't know. I know. I don't want it week in, week out. But I just feel like we just need to reset the 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 the, the clock a bit and just get back to because we've been playing fucking horrendously. I want to. I want to just win over a couple of um, 
I just want to win over some fans with with an effort, you know, with some one percent of plays and and a very tight contest going down to Shark Park and saying that we're a football team. Yeah, look, Shark Park on a Sunday—it should be a good crowd. It should be just—I I think, yeah. I mean, I'd, you're lucky that your uh, first time is sort of a—it's a, a Sunday afternoon prime time rather than you know the pub game. You know, so you should or be, a Saturday night wouldn't. That's, that's why I didn't go last time because it's Saturday. Yeah, night well, game yeah. But anyway, well, I have to. I'm picking the Warriors. I can't go against it. I don't. It doesn't feel good. So, Storm Warriors. Sharks win, no doubt about it. It's just how we play sets the scene on whether we're still alive this so year. You're basically and, saying Sharks win. It's just how we lose. Hang on. We, why did we never men- mention the Sharks and the that top five thing? They can't win the comp. I've got them more chance than Roosters. Yeah, I just don't think that anyone outside the top three can win it. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I will. Good luck at Magic. I will chat to you probably throughout the uh, game, uh, throughout the weekend and, and the game today. I'll send some nice pics of um, Shark Park and you've got to love your league. Got to love your league. If he leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Takes away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no, Roger, please don't go. Ooh, no, I just want you to play. 